Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to this episode of A Visit to the Mound. I'm Lark Smith, and he is Stan Huff. And our guest today spent 11 seasons in the major leagues with the Yankees, Royals, Mariners, and Rangers, winning a World Series with the Kansas City Royals in 1985. Steve Balboni set a Royals team record for home runs that season at 36, a record that was not broken until 2017 by Mike Moustakas. Steve, thank you very much for joining us today for A Visit to the Mound. Thank you. My pleasure to be here. I'm certain you and Stan have some great stories as your careers cross, but the first story I want to hear is your take of the Pine Tar incident as you were there that day as the starting first baseman for the New York Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty funny. We, well, we were in Kansas City. I was with the Yankees. We were playing in Kansas City, and Billy Martin uh, and the, uh, the coaches, they saw uh, George Brett's bat and they saw the pine tar was up high and so they were just waiting they they just waited until he did something that hurt us and you know then they were to check the bat and so nothing happened in kansas city but when we uh, went back we played them in uh, in new york i think the following week and um yeah he hits the home run off dues and they checked the bat immediately and and i didn't know george at the time, I mean, I got to know, you know, be friends with him later, but he came out of that dugout. I thought he was going to hit the umpire. <laughs> I mean, he was furious, and the way he came out, I was shocked. But um, yeah, it was a, it was pretty funny. And then Gila Perry grabbed the bat, and ran up the dugout. It was, it was a whole show. Well, <laughs> I believe what ended up happening is. Uh, the president of the American League decided that it was okay for him to uh, use the bat. They denied the protest and had to go back and finish off the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, usually they change the rule after, you know, like the following year or something. Yeah, they changed the rule so that his home run counted. <laughs> so anybody else but George Brett, it probably, yeah, it wouldn't matter. But yeah, with him, they, what, did Billy they changed look, it. They had to finish. Did Billy look for that, that kind of stuff, Steve? Yeah, I mean, as far as baseball goes, nothing got by him. I, I mean, as far as the baseball mind, yeah, he didn't. He would. He. I mean, you know, he was he was tough to play for. If you if he liked you, you were okay. If he didn't like you, you were in big trouble. But as far as on the field, he he always he always seemed to have, be in the right spot, the right pitcher against the right hitter. He, you know, he was always ahead of everybody else. I mean, he, as far as baseball goes, he was you know, outstanding as a, as a baseball manager. Well, it seemed like, uh, he liked veterans better than he liked rookies. Yeah. He didn't like rookies. And then <laughs> they weren't he, he, and there were veterans. There were veterans. He didn't like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and believe me, uh, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember uh, who was it? Um, um, I'm getting so I'm getting bad with names. <laughs> yeah. um, Larry Milburn uh, was playing second base, and um, there was a it was a, a squeeze. Uh, uh, Billy put a squeeze bun on, and I, I guess they they kind of anticipated it, and the squeeze was on, and the pitcher pitched out, and. Larry Milburn was at the plate and he, he, you know, he tried, but he couldn't reach the ball. And Billy Martin was mad that he didn't throw his bat at the ball <laughs> and do more to get it. And I'm not kidding. He never stepped foot on the field. Again. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, crazy. yeah, you had to be, yeah, you, you, yeah, you didn't want to do anything that, uh, that he didn't like, I but see. if he liked you, you know, you, you were fine. That's good. Well, uh, let's see. I, now, years later, you know, when we hooked up with uh, Montreal, you were the hitting coach in, was it double A? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so that was kind of a, a, a different year as well. That's uh, right after that, the, the team fell apart. And, you know, and uh, let's see, I think they went to Washington. And the other team came up from the Miami and, and became the Boston Red Sox uh, new management team. And then most of the personnel that we had went to uh, went to Miami. Did uh, did you get to go on that deal? No, I I didn't. Uh, yeah, because because no one told me I was I was I was actually uh, going to Ottawa to be the hitting coach in AAA. Uh huh. And and then this whole that whole thing happened, and and I actually called Jeffrey Loria to find out what was happening. But he really couldn't tell me anything, and I, and I just said I, I can't, you know, not knowing what was where I was going to be or what was happening. I said I, I can't do it. So, yeah. So I I just left. Yeah, I, I didn't. Well, um, okay. So fast forward, you got a job with the Giants, and you were doing some advanced scouting for them. Key. Uh, touch a little bit on what your what your uh, duties were when you were doing the advanced work. Yeah, well, um, I, I I grew up I grew up 15 minutes from Brian Sabian, the GM. Uh, you know, we grew up in New Hampshire together, and then we went to college together. And nice. um, good. So I, I knew. So he he was asked he asked me all the time, if, you know, to go work for the Giants with him. But you know, they everybody was on the West Coast and everything, and I had my kids at home, and I, I didn't want to, you know, be away for seven months at a time. Um, so when, when my last son graduated high school, it was, I called him and, you know, wanted to kind of get back into, cause I was helping out with the high school team and stuff. Right. I wanted to get back into coaching and I just to see if he had anything. And I wanted to be on the field, you know, like a hitting coach or something. Right. And he goes, I don't have anything right now, but how about scouting? And I, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to scout. You know, I was thinking, you know, like amateurs and, you know, going to high school games, and it's like, I'm not going to do that. And he goes, no, pro scouting. You know, we go to the games, and he goes, uh, one of their 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 big scouts got sick, and he wanted me to kind of go with him and learn and help him out because, you know, he, um, he ended up having cancer, and, he, he you know, he, he ended up not, um, not living to even do it. Um, so... I agreed to do it, and I was in this area, and 
I had no idea what I was doing. They they wanted these reports, and it's like, are you kidding? <laughs> like I was so far behind <laughs> on the reports. It was like it was taking me forever to, to write them. And um, yeah, one time I had to call. I, I called the guy that was in charge of me, and I said, "Look, if you if you ever want to see these reports, <laughs> he said, you've got to give me the next like four days to, to catch up." <laughs> I was supposed to go see the Yankees or something. He said, okay, just stay home and write the report. So, yeah, I, I, I ended up sending them to him in, like, November. They, they were they were supposed to be done at the end of the year. I think I finished the end of November. But then the, the next year, um, a friend of mine was doing the advance, and he was by himself. And they liked having two advance guys. So, um, so I ended up doing the advance scouting with him, the two of us the following year, which I love. And uh, so we just, you know, the, we'd alternate teams and whoever we were playing would go out, you watch them five games, do the reports, and then, you know, just keep doing that. And uh, it worked out great. And I'm, I'm in such a good area. I had a lot of teams around here, so I got to be home quite a bit, you yeah, know, and just commute to the games. So, so exactly i mean uh what were you reporting on the strengths and uh strengths and weaknesses on yeah. offense and defense? yeah yeah basically i mean it would be like how i would watch a game you why i'd watch a pitcher uh what he liked to do in certain situations you know how good he how he was throwing oh, yeah. um hitters okay. hitters just watch their swings their weaknesses that you feel their weaknesses are and who's hot who's not you know um because right. hits don't always tell you know analytics doesn't always tell you I mean, a guy bloops in a few hits, you know, he's not swinging good. You know? Exactly. I mean, you know, <laughs> or he's hitting line drives at everybody, and it's like, well, you know, he's, he's still hitting the ball good. He's just, you know, maybe not getting so, – so it was more, you know, hands-on. And then uh, and, and then we'd, we'd send it to the coaches, and, and Boach was the manager of uh, – uh, Bruce Boach, he was the manager, and we'd, we'd send the reports to them. And – and then if they had any questions, they'd call us. Um, or if we wanted to explain something a little bit more, we'd call them and, and talk to them. So it was a really good relationship. You've and had every, the, spring, every, go ahead. every spring we'd go in and, uh, you know, go over the, 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 how the report was uh, laid out and, if, and see if the, they wanted any changes. Like, is there something you don't care about, you don't want, or is there something you oh, do want that we're not giving you? And stuff like that. So by the end, I mean, it, it was it was pretty thorough. Uh, we usually, you know, gave them everything they wanted. Sounds like you had the opportunity to operate under several really good managers in the game of baseball. Billy Martin, Dick Hauser, Bruce Bochy. Tell me a little bit about the different styles or the difference of those particular managers as their approach to the game and how you saw it. Yeah, they were all different. I mean, my first few years with the Yankees, it was one every every, every few months. Georgia, Georgia fire, and I'm like crazy. Yeah. I think Billy Martin. Yeah, my first three years, Billy Martin was uh, he was the only one that made it the whole year. Um, yeah, when I first started, uh, it was you know Bob Lemon was there, then then Clyde King and uh, Gene Michael. I mean, it just and then I went back um, after. Uh, after Seattle, like I, I get traded back to the Yankees in eighty nine ninety, and it was the same thing. Dallas Green started, and he got fired, and um, 
was uh, Bucky Dent took over, I think, and then uh, uh, I, I can't even remember. <laughs> but yeah, no one lasted the whole year. <laughs> it was tough. Well, it, was, it was a tough job to have. Definitely. Well, here I'll relate a, a story. When I was over there managing, uh, one of my pitchers got he got to AAA and he got called up for a spot start, right? And if he did well, he's going to stay there. Well, he gets up there and he gives up uh, he gives up five runs in, in like two and a third innings, <laughs> and now they take him out of the ball game and he's sitting on the bench. This is in Yankee Stadium. While he had his arm iced down, that PA announcer came over and said. Uh, so and so pitcher has just been reassigned to Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> While the poor kid was sitting on the bench, he's icing down. <laughs> so yeah, well, here's a good story. Um, I, I played when I was coming up with the Yankees. Um, a Triple A uh, a player, Tucker Ashford. Um, oh yeah. Was uh, now he was probably he was probably our best hitter at the time, and uh, so the next the following year they basically gave him the job to back up Nettles. Uh-huh. So they even gave him a good number. I think they gave him number twenty four or something. And when you get a good number with the Yankees, that means you're there. You know, <laughs> um, you're not wearing you know ninety nine or you know, something like that. But uh, he, he uh, yeah, so he goes. He's in spring training. And uh, and basically, he's got the bat. He's going to back up Nettles at third. He's going to be a utility infielder. And uh, so he um, he goes and plays in the B game. We, we, there was a B game which started at you know ten o'clock or whatever. And he plays nine innings there. And then he comes back and he suits up for the for the regular you know for the for the game. It was the Mets game, and you don't want to mess up in the preseason Mets game with the Yankees. No. George, it was like you have to beat the Mets. <laughs> so Nettles hits the ball off the plate, hits him in the lip, and comes out of the game. So Tucker just played nine innings. Has to go in the rest of the game. He, he didn't play very good. He made a couple errors. George says, I want him out of here. Send him down. And they go, they go George, he's out of options. You send him down, you're going to lose him. He goes, I don't care. Send him down. Wow. So they sent him down, and someone picked him up, and he was gone. <laughs> so, trust me, nobody wanted to play in the Mets game. <laughs> well, yeah. well, Tucker Ashford was a good ball player too. My he gosh. is really good. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, it was uh, you know when I was over there, it was all about discipline, and uh, I just I, I remember some things that happened. I, I couldn't believe it, but <laughs> they happened, and it was just like a. Like uh, George Costanza said on the on the Seinfeld, Seinfeld. <laughs> it was like it was just like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, Steve. No, yeah, we had to wear our uniforms the right way and oh, everything. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was uh, definitely. Yeah. You had to wear. No, I remember one day I put up put my uh, an Oxford gray T shirt on underneath my. Uh, a uniform top, and Hector Lopez was sitting there. He goes, "Hey, Stan, come here." He goes, "You you gonna get fired?" I said, what, yeah. are you, what are you talking about? I didn't do anything yet. He goes, "That shirt, that's the wrong color. You, you got yeah. they gave you that navy blue shirt. You put that navy blue shirt on underneath that uniform. Otherwise, you gonna get fired today." <laughs> that's the Yankee way. Oh boy. Yeah. 
Well, <clears throat> anyway, well, look, Steve, we're going to let you go. We, we appreciate you stopping in and <clears throat> and uh, and doing this with us. And uh, well, are you got anything going in baseball right now? No, just watching my grandson. <laughs> okay. That's, that's it. Yep. <laughs> well, well, good for you. Yeah, time for that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah, thank you, guys. It was, it was a lot of fun catching up with everything. Well, that's our time for this episode of A Visit to the Mound. Many thanks to our guest today, Steve Balboni. If you have any questions or comments or anything you would like for us to cover, we would love to hear from you. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at A Visit to the Mound or on our website at avisittothemound.com. Make sure you like, subscribe, and review this podcast and be listening the next time we make A Visit to the Mound. That'll wrap up this visit to the mound. We certainly appreciate you joining us today for a little baseball talk. Anytime you want to hear something about baseball, you can find us anywhere you get your podcast, or you can go to roguemedianetwork.com for the next edition of A Visit to the Mound. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.